Hello, this is Pamela Montgomery, attorney, author, and entrepreneur. I'm the co-owner of My Biz Dream Team. This is Dexter Montgomery, author, success coach, business strategist, and I'm also the co-owner of My Biz Dream Team. Welcome. I am so glad, or we are so glad, that you join us today for this episode of My Biz Dream Team Opportunity Wednesday training series. This program is dedicated to helping you, the new entrepreneur, or the person who is dreaming of becoming an entrepreneur, achieve uncommon results. Our mission is to educate, empower, and inspire you to achieve extraordinary results in your business and in your life. Many of you may be making plans to leave your 9-to-5 job and start a business. You're finally fed up and ready to leave. You want to be your own boss. Understand. I get it. I felt the same way. You may be wondering how to make that change. How do I take what I know and turn it into a business where I can make some money? Does that sound familiar? Some of you already know that you want to make money online. You want to sell information products, teach classes, write books, maybe do some workshops offline. Some people call this lifestyle entrepreneurship. Yes, that's what we do and we love it. I know I do. That's what we're here to help you with. We want to put you in a position so that you can say goodbye to your day job. All of you who want to be free of the golden handcuffs of that job, raise your hands. Wow, we got a lot of people raising their hands out there. Look at that. Okay. Okay, that's beautiful, beautiful. Okay, so perhaps you can start by making this change on a part-time basis while you're still working. This is what Pam and I did, and we are dedicated to helping you reach those goals and making that dream lifestyle come true. Yes. As a practicing attorney for more than 30 years, I'm accustomed to representing people in court to advocate on their behalf. Now I'm your advocate for your economic success and personal fulfillment. I discovered over the years of talking to people as I traveled the country that many people had so many unfair situations in their lives. Most of the issues surrounded their jobs. I cannot tell you how many times people told me about bad managers or the lack of flexibility in their schedule. But you don't have to stay there. You have options. And tonight we'll be talking about how you can position yourself to exercise those options. Remember, you can find us online at mybizdreamteam.com, sharing powerful strategies about achieving uncommon results in your business and in your life. Okay, so last week, we began our series on what happens when you leave your 9-to-5 job. We talked about the steps that you should take to build a solid business foundation. Are you ready to finally leave your 9-to-5 job? Let's see what people are saying. Okay. I see a lot of hands. Yes. Great. Are you finally ready to leave that awful boss, those nasty co-workers, and the limitations imposed by salary? Are you ready to go out on your own? Dexter, what you tell them about our topic for today? Okay, so our topic for today is 
the latest guide for a practical business startup. And this is fundamental. We have prepared a handout for today's podcast that you can download at http forward slash forward slash mybizdreamteam.com forward slash leaving your government job. I'm sorry, leaving your job week two checklist. Let me say that again. HTTP colon colon forward slash forward slash mybizdreamteam.com forward slash leaving our job week two checklist. It's leaving your job week two checklist. Hello, this is Pamela Montgomery, attorney, author, and entrepreneur. I'm the co-owner of My Biz Dream Team. And this is Dexter Montgomery, author, success coach, and business strategist. And I'm also the co-owner of My Biz Dream Team. Welcome, and I'm so glad that you join us today for this episode of My Biz Dream Team Opportunity Wednesday Training Series. This program is dedicated to helping you, the new entrepreneur, or the person who is dreaming of becoming an entrepreneur, achieve uncommon results. Our mission is to educate, empower, and inspire you to achieve extraordinary results in your business and in your life. Last week, we began our series on what happens when you leave your 9-to-5 job. We talked about the steps that you should take to build a solid foundation. Are you ready to finally leave your 9-to-5 job? Are you ready to leave that awful boss, those nasty co-workers and the limitations imposed by a salary? Are you ready to go out on your own? Dexter, why don't you tell them about our topic today? Today... Our topic is the latest guide for a practical business startup, and this is fundamental to any business. That's right. So we've prepared a handout for today's podcast. You can download it at our website, mybizdreamteam.com forward slash leaving your job week two checklist. We've already given you the week one checklist. So this is mybizdreamteam.com forward slash leaving your job week two checklist. I hope that you find it handy. You can follow along as we discuss the issues for a practical business startup. Dexter, what are we going to cover? We will learn the details of what needs to be in place before you start your business. And that includes, again, this is very foundational. It includes what type of business entity that you're going to form getting your employee identification number, or EIN. Employer. Employer, I should say. Setting up your bank accounts. Writing your business plan. And setting up a private place in your home or wherever you're going to run your business from. And today, we'll be taking you through a five-step practical process to help you set up your business. Okay. So I'll start with step number one. I'll do step number one and step number two, 
and then Dexter Cummins is set to three and four. Now you can do these in any particular order, but this is how we've ordered them today for this program. First, decide on your company legal structure. You know, depending on the goals for your business and whether or not you're going to have any partners, you'll have to make a few decisions about the type of legal entity you're going to have. Will it be a sole proprietorship? Uh, what about an LLC? Will you incorporate? Will you do an S-Corp? Will it be a partnership? There are certain legal requirements for each type of these entities. But before you decide on which type of entity, you need to decide what are your goals for your business? What are you hoping to achieve with this business? What's your exit strategy? Uh, is this a business that you just plan to operate as a sole by yourself? And then when you're finished with it, when you're ready to retire, it just folds away. Well, then a sole proprietorship might work for you. Uh, but if this is something that you want to sell at some point, uh, you may want to have another kind of legal structure, perhaps an LLC, a limited liability corporation. But whatever type of uh, legal entity uh, you have, it's not solely up to you. These uh, kinds of uh, entities are governed by laws of your state or if you're in Canada, uh, by your province. So make sure that you're familiar with your state or your province's legal requirements uh, before you uh, make a decision. And it's always a good idea to spend at least a half an hour or an hour with a business lawyer prior to setting up your business. And if you're going to do something with uh, a partner or you're going to have a large number of shareholders or a lot of money involved, then definitely you have to invest in a session with a business lawyer. That is essential. And if you plan to be an online entrepreneur, it might be a good idea to find an attorney, a business attorney, who specializes in online entrepreneurship. You have to realize that all attorneys do not specialize in business, and many of them don't specialize in online entrepreneurship. So remember to familiarize yourself with the different types of company structures and choose the best one for you. Consult a business lawyer who specializes in online entre entrepreneurship, if that's what you're going to do, about the best legal business structure for what you're trying to do, and then familiarize yourself with the laws and regulations for your state, your province, and your country. That's step number one. Step number two, get an employer identification number. You'll hear that referred to as an EIN, and you get that from the Internal Revenue Service, or you probably know it by its initials, the IRS. And you can go online at irs.gov to apply for your EIN. You can complete that process and receive your EIN immediately. But I must warn you that once you go online, that you need to complete the entire application process when you sit down. So you might want to go online first and look at some of the materials the IRS has there. They have frequently asked questions. They have a video. So you'll know what materials you need to have before you sit down to apply for your EIN. Now, the first thing that's going to be required is that you already have a legal entity. So that's why we started with forming your illegal entity first. Because you have to have the legal entity because you're getting the EIN for the legal entity. And the purpose of the EIN is strictly for tax administration purposes, not for any other kind of purposes. So after you apply, what, after you formed your legal entity, apply for your EIN. 
Now, you're eligible to apply for an EIN if your principal place of business is in the United States or U.S. territories. The person applying for the EIN must have a taxpayer ID, such as another EIN or Social Security number. So make sure that uh, you have the right person applying for that EIN. Okay, and that EIN is your permanent number, and you can use it immediately for most of your business needs, including opening a bank account, and that's what we're going to talk about next. So you're going to need that uh, EIN before you open up your business bank account. You need that EIN for applying for business licenses, usually uh, local uh, government bodies require business licenses. So you'll need your EIN for that. And if you're going to file a tax return by mail, you can use that EIN number that you receive immediately for doing that. Now remember that it will take up to two weeks before your EIN becomes part of the IRS's uh, permanent records. And uh, so you have to wait for this occur until that two-week period is over before you can file an electronic tax return or before you can make an electronic payment for your business or before you can pass the IRS taxpayer identification number matching program. So it's very uh, easy to uh, get your EIN. They're great resources on the IRS website. Remember, it's irs.gov. And you can find a video there, frequently asked questions, and other information so that you can get through this process of getting your employer identification number. Okay, Dexter. That's great advice, Pam. So, step three is setting up your business banking account. Okay. Now, this is very important because a lot of entrepreneurs, whether they're new or they've been in business a while, they make big mistakes by doing this. You should have a separate business account from your personal account. You don't want to mix and mingle funds. That's one thing that IRS does not like and you will pay uh, dearly for that. So you want to get in the habit of having good money tracking habits up front first. A lot of times people have separate accounts. You know, you might have your personal account in one bank and have your business account in another bank. And I think that works for a lot of people. So you can know that this color check belongs to your business versus that color check belongs to your personal account. Okay, and also uh, you might want to talk again to your lawyer or to your accountant about which type of business account that you need to set up. A lot of banks offer um, low interest or no check fees. They offer a lot of different advantages for opening up a um, business account in their bank. Some of them offer no minimum balance, for example. That's the one that we try to find all the time a bank that offers no minimum balance on their accounts. And so we try to go with those. And um, you also want to set up a good tracking system, whether it be a spreadsheet or some type of accounting system like Quicken. We're not recommending that, but that's something that you can look into mm -hmm. uh, as far as uh, tracking your uh, business accounts and uh, the money that's going in and out of those accounts. So, you don't want to wait and have a lot of receipts stuffed in shoeboxes and places like that. And then at the end of the year, you're trying to find all this stuff for tax purposes and you're trying to put together these, um, you know, statements for your accountant. That gives an accountant a, a headache and it, it'll, it'll give you a headache also. When you say, Pam, <laughs> I'll tell so, you. 
It's uh, good to get into money tracking, good money tracking and reporting habits now. Do it up front exactly. before you have a year's worth of stuff. Yes. <laughs> so, speaking of accountants and bookkeepers, yeah. that's, that's also a uh, something that you want to look into. Right, Dexter, what's the difference? I know I sometimes get confused. What's the difference okay, between the so two? Okay, so an accountant basically is used to help you with tax issues. Okay. Keeping your taxes and stuff straight and having the right kind of, again, entity set up for your business. Okay. The bookkeeper basically is your day-to-day -day operational funds control person. Right. So when income comes in, they record it. When money goes out, they record that. So you oh, have okay. a good accounting of what's coming in and what's going out. Okay. So, so that's they, the difference. Okay. So they post, you know, income and, and expenses. That's correct. Like, and the accountant is concerned about taxes and making sure that you have all the records straight for your tax return. That's correct. Okay. That is that is correct. So you want to look into finding, if, if your business is growing, you want to look into finding a good bookkeeper. Uh, again, we believe in um, doing the things that we do well and the things that we don't do well, we give somebody else to do because that's a sign of a good manager right. and a good business person. Do the things that you do well, which is make the money, right? And then have somebody else count the money for you, but keep an eye on them too. That's right. I'm just saying, but right, right. you want to make sure that somebody's doing that and they know what they're doing and they're doing a good job. That's for right. You. So your accountant needs to be part of your team. Exactly. Right. My biz dream team. That's what we are. My biz dream team. So you know, find your good accountant and a good bookkeeper when your business starts to grow. Right. And, and find your good lawyer, business lawyer up front. Exactly. So right. that all that's a part of your power team. Right. And you want to have that in place. Okay. So let's go on to step four. And this is also fundamental. Okay. Having a business plan, writing a business plan. Okay. You don't know where you're going until you have a plan. Right. Now, um, your plan should include what your business is about, your mission statement, your vision statement, and the market that you're trying to uh, uh, get involved with and the niche that you're trying to get involved with and also the problem that you're trying to solve. And this is very important because you don't know where you're going until you have a plan in place. So business plans, you don't have to be cast in stone, but you have to kind of write it down. One thing about a business plan, you have to write it down because otherwise it's a dream and it's not a plan of execution. So it's so important that you get a business plan in place and let that be the roadmap to your success. Um, Pam, you have anything else to add about business planning and how no. to get that plan? No, because we're going to talk some more about planning next week. So, so right for right now, I'll just move on to step number five. Okay. Okay. You want to plan for your office. You know, you need a dedicated space where you will not get distracted. Uh, you know, you may want to start out in your house and uh, maybe, you know, if your business starts to grow or you don't have any space in your house, you may want to have a small office someplace else. But if you're starting small on the shoestring, uh, the corner of the basement might work for you. I've known of online entrepreneurs who started with a laptop outside on their back porch. But eventually, you want a place where you can uh, record your videos, your webinars, and your podcasts like what we do. So you can have a, a nice background in your videos, and you can have a nice, quiet space where you can work. And having an office also trains your family to know that when you're in that office, that you're at work, and that this is a business and not a habit, hobby.
So, with all this planning and, and registering and strategizing, you're well on your way to getting your business rolling and making the kind of money that you want to make. Then, you can create the lifestyle, experiences, and impact that you desire. So, in summary, remember to create your legal entity after consulting with an attorney. Get your EIN from the IRS in the United States. And in Canada, get your business identification number from the CRA. Remember to set up separate banking accounts for your business and make sure you have good financial record-keeping systems in place from day one. Step four, write your business plan. And step five, plan for dedicated office space for your business. Dexter, what are we going to cover next week? Okay, next week, week three, we will cover stress-free business planning. So more planning, like I said. Yes, this is all fundamental stuff that we have to get out first in order to build a successful business. That's right. But next week, we're going to be looking specifically at your unique business brand, and we'll be planning for the powerful mix of content, products, services, and programs that you'll be offering your clients. Remember to go to our website, My Biz Dream Team, where you can find great resources available for you to help you with your business. Remember to get today's handout, mybizdreamteam.com forward slash leaving your job week two checklist. mybizdreamteam.com forward slash leaving your job week two checklist. You can find that as well as our special reports and training guides, the Podcasting Power Playbook at podcastingpower.com. And you can also find our special report and training guide, Building Your Business Dream Team. Building Your Business Dream Team is on our website, mybizdreamteam.com. So this is Pamela Montgomery wrapping up another episode of My Biz Dream Team Opportunity Wednesday Training Series. Remember to begin with the end in mind. What are you creating? I say that you're creating a business of significance. You'll need a team to help make that dream come true. Don't try to do everything yourself. That's not a business. That's just another job. Let us be part of your team. Are you going to let this chance pass you by in 2017? Will this be another year for you to not start doing something different? Will you end up in the same place? that you were last year, that you aren't any closer to realizing the kind of lifestyle, experiences, and impact that you desire in your life? Dexter? This is Dexter Montgomery of My Biz Dream Team, and you can find us online at mybizdreamteam.com. That's mybizdreamteam.com, where we share powerful strategies about achieving uncommon results. Remember to subscribe to this podcast series on iTunes so that you can automatically receive each episode. Leave us a review if you love what we do. Here's to you, achieving uncommon results. See you next time on My Biz Dream Team, Opportunity Wednesday Training Series. Bye. Goodbye.